welcome to episode 78 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Blasey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron Hahn. Hello. And David Becker. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, we got an interesting show this week. Maybe the show we prepared the least for ever. <laughs> Even our first episode is like, all right. We're going to have this, like, general idea of what this show is. So we'll see how this goes. I mean, there's one of us who's in charge of outlines. <laughs> and one of us who forgot to make one. <laughs> and those and, are both, both of those people are me. And uh, then there's one of us who still hasn't seen the movie we were supposed to be talking yeah. about. So I think I'm the only one without any blame here, you know, just Aaron, want just want to point that out. Your sins will come through soon enough when we talk <laughs> about the movie you watched. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, David still has not seen Thor: The Dark World, and he, uh, no wait, no no, Thor Thor Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok is the it's new it's one. easy to confuse them because they're just both so mediocre. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> I came out, I came out, I saw Thor the Dark, <laughs> dang it, I saw Thor Ragnarok again, and I came out, I'm like, oh, I'm ready to just fight Aaron on this, because yeah, he called me, he was like, I disagree, oh. because I was bringing the movie over too, that was a part of it, but, uh, wait, if you went again, why didn't you bring David with you? I, I invited him, I took, I was because... going with my family, I'm like, David, come on, come see Thor the he... Dark. I had some Thor I go fix her. I had to take care of some family stuff. So I was very disappointed that I not able to go. I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to call it Thor Ragnarok again. I've done this to myself now, and Aaron's reveling in it. So So instead, this week guys, we're going to take our movie recommendations from last week and talk about our thoughts on them. And the main topic, just you know, kind of keep the flow going because we already have so much that we talk about and what we've been watching segment anyway so these are our reactions to our recommendations rebooted rebooted that's another yes <laughs> so how how do we want to do this do we want aaron to talk about his two movies and then david talk about his two movies and then me to talk we'll, we'll, about no we'll, we'll no. alternate it alternate it okay. yeah one 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 do one it. one yeah yeah Okay, so I, you know, I just, I can't go on any longer. This needs to end. Aaron. Yeah. Life after Beth. Uh, yeah. So I had to watch Life After Beth. (laughs) That's not a good start to us. Also, also we have to say what, which one of the movies we liked more. Wait, no. (laughs) All right, that's not even a question. Yeah, yeah, I think so. (laughs) Yeah, okay. All right, so Lacey uh-huh. recommended I watch Life After Beth, uh-huh. which is a film that I've had sitting in my Voodoo account for a while now <laughs> because he gave me the free digital copy, and yet I never had a strong desire to watch it. I had a mild curiosity based on the cast and the production company. Mm-hmm. It was weird that this was an A24 film. Like, this must have been like an early. This was before Spring A24 Breakers, film. even, I like think. It, this, yeah, it's, like, not necessarily, like, an unusual pick for them, because obviously this is more, like, what they started with, but it seems like they've grown a lot since this film. Yeah. I can 
I can see where you're coming from on that. No, they definitely just do of, a yeah. lot more mature movies now that are like about childhood and growing up and childhood trauma. So you know, <laughs> they've they've changed a lot. <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't know what to really expect from this film because Lacey, even in his recommendations. <laughs> Had the caveat that, like, you're probably not going to enjoy this. But I ended but. up enjoying it oh. quite a bit. Not going to lie. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to take that as a win because I was expecting Aaron to be like, uh, this movie is a garbage. <laughs> no, I think I... garbage or not? Yeah. <laughs> no flame. No flame. I, I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> I just agreed. I can't keep doing that. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, I think I think I enjoyed it more than I probably should have. I don't I don't know what the proper way to phrase it is, but like it's it's not like a great movie. No. Like it has a lot of like tonal inconsistencies. It has like a very thin plot and just concept in general, and it doesn't really know how to play it through. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But this movie just made me laugh. Like, you know, yes. there are a lot of just, like, funny, like, pieces of dialogue in this film. Yeah. Like, even just that, uh, the, the opening scene. And you have, uh, you have Paul from You're the Worst coming in. Oh, man, I don't remember that at all. It, it, it yeah. has been so long since I've seen this. I, I watched it because I... This was when I was in the full swing of my Aubrey Plaza love, and I just was like, she's on this cover, I'm going to buy this and watch it, sure. And then it was a DVD, and I'm like, well, I want the Blu-ray, so then I bought the Blu-ray. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so that was before I knew any of that, but I did watch a couple clips from the internet just to kind of re-familiarize myself with it recently, so... Mm -hmm. Didn't know he was in that. That's amazing. Yeah, he's in the opening scene, and then you have Dane DeHaan, who does, like, a really good job with the comedy. Like, yeah, he does. I was kind of very impressed with him. Like, he's a, he's a really good actor. I just think he has trouble finding the right roles for him, mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the, the whole opening scene where he's just, like, shopping for the black napkins, and, like, it's really more of a Halloween item. <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was, like, a good scene. And, like, from right out to right off the bat, like, I could actually enjoy this movie. And it, you know, you know, with John C. Riley in there as well and Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza has, like, a really great performance in this. Yeah, like, she as does. she becomes more and more of a zombie, it's like <laughs> everything was cracking me up. Oh, my God. What, I, what do you want me to do? Zombies eat dudes. <laughs> like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm very excited you enjoyed this. I'm it's not what I was expecting. Yeah. I I like that uh I can still surprise you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How how did you feel about that uh Anna Kendrick uh cameo in there? I felt it was weird that she didn't have a larger role. And I don't know if it's just because Anna Kendrick wasn't as famous at the time or what, but... I think she might, uh, she, you know, I don't know if you know this, but uh, <laughs> Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza are, like, best friends. So maybe it was just like, hey, come be in this small role real quick for a day and, like, do a day of shooting and, you know, all that. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like this movie. <clears throat> 
Me too, I guess. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm no longer ashamed to uh, have this in my voodoo library. It's like I don't have to I don't have to like quickly scroll past it and be like, oh, why is, why, why is that in there? I no nobody look nobody look and see that movie. Also, I nobody look. Something that's nobody look. <laughs> nobody look nobody look nobody look. <laughs> um. I feel like something that's kind of overlooked with this movie is that it does also have, like, a really interesting take on... I mean, it is silly and goofy, and it's a romantic comedy that's horror-themed, but also it has, like, a really interesting take on, like, letting go of your teenage years, I guess, in a way. It's... I don't know. I think this movie's a lot smarter than a lot of people gave it credit for when it came out. It has, like, a 43 on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm like, oh, come on, guys. (laughs) Like... There's enough to like in this. And Matthew Gray Goobler, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but he's really funny in this, too. He was one of the... Uh, what's that? Which which character is he's he? He's the brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Had, I, I like their... Uh, that's the guy from Colonel Mines, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he, he has he's a really good actor in that series. I love. <laughs> yeah, so, wow. All right. I'm going to call that a one win out of six so far. I think we're doing good. Now, David... Being John Malkovich. Let me tell you about being John Malkovich. He took the moment to grab the Criterion Blu-ray and put it in front of the camera for all the people who can't see it. <laughs> okay, so tell me about it. You just it was wild. It was wild. Like I just finished it, and, but it's wild in like a good way. Like it's such a weird concept. Yeah. But, like, like, it's like, oh, like, you could just be John, and, like, that's all, like, that's what the movie's about. And then, like, him being a puppet master, and then, like, how his wife, like, wants to be John Malkovich, so, because she fell in love with his co-worker, and, like, like the, just some plot points, I'm like, why is this, like, a, like, why did they decide to take this direction with this movie? Like, it's fine that they did, but I'm just, like, so weird and then like my, one of my favorite scenes is when john malkovich went into his own subconscious and i was just like real weirded out by that yep that like, is malkovich. <laughs> malkovich that is by malkovich. far one of the best scenes in that entire movie one of the best scenes we've ever talked about on gateway to cinema too <laughs> like it's just like what? like charlie sheen's in it um yeah that's, weird bit part there yeah i was like why i was like holy crap why is charlie sheen in this movie but um, I, I liked it. I, I I liked the movie. It was just a it was kind of creepy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, that's why I kind of went with the psychological thriller angle on it for you yeah. in a room where horrible things happen because it's horrifying. That concept is horrifying if you think about Cause it. Because he because ta- he takes control of them for like eight months and then she's like. Dude, well, I was cracking up when um. I also, just a quick thing: spoilers for being John Malkovich right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you yeah, spoilers. If Sorry. you haven't seen it, no, it's all right. You haven't spoiled anything yet. But um, I was like, I was cracking up when the the girlfriend was like, "The baby's yours. You're the father." She's like, "I'm the father." Like his wife was like, "I'm the father." I was like, "I don't know why." I just thought it was hilarious. She's like, "That's the only reason I kept it." And she and she just kept going, "I'm the father." I'm like, "Well, you technically." We did impregnate her while being John Malkovich. So was it your baby? The John Malkovich's baby. I was so. I don't know. I just thought that was a funny. But um, 
It was interesting because... Do you know who the wife is played by? No. Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) I was really... I didn't know that when I first watched it, and I'm like, she seems really familiar. Where have I seen her before? And then it just took me a while. Like, I thought it was weird, though, because, like, when he went into the subconscious, there was already someone in there. I'm like, oh, like... Is that gonna mess up something? Or but no, just that, like once he hopped out, the other guy's like, "That was awesome." I was like, "Oh, so it's good." But then I guess the weird doctor was like, "Oh, I've been gathering friends to bring make me live forever." I was like, "This is weird." And then I was at the very end, I was thoroughly creeped out when um, he went back into the hole, and he's now embodying the little girl. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that like the most horrifying ending to a film you've ever seen? And like they don't realize it. Yeah, to watch your le- your wife live her life with a woman she loves that's not you, and just to be trapped passively in a person's body. There's like eight hours a day where that kid's sleeping, where that guy is just completely conscious, and it's like, oh my god. Well, well he can leave the body, though, if he wants to. No. No, he's trapped not there forever. Not at the end. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, it was the transitional period, like he got stuck, he got stuck there forever. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't. But he doesn't know that. I mean, because yeah, he I was, guess he kind of probably figures it out after a couple of years <laughs> when he's stuck there and he can't. He never leaves. It's just like, well, this is it. Stuck here forever. I love. Yeah. I just want to point out, I love David's first impressions. <laughs> they are really. He's like that thing. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> like I love it. it, it I love it. It was just, like, an off-the-wall, like, I feel like they all just, like, got together and was like, let's make a movie about what we can get in someone's mind. And then they just, like, started spitballing ideas, and every single spitball, they were like, yeah, we're throwing it in. We're throwing it in. It's like, what if John Malkovich had boobs in his subconscious? Throw it in. Throw it in. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like that's how this movie, and then they were just like, and then it just turned out to, why? I guess, why do people love this movie so much? Like, like I enjoyed it. I'm not. I'm not. But why is it part of the Criterion Collection? I'd say just the filmmaking in general. I think the direction is it, really great. I it was made in nine. It was made in '99. So yeah, it, it was good. Yeah, and I think the acting as well. It's pretty great. Yeah, especially yeah John I, think Malkovich. It, I think it's a combination of like the the big stars, the this like script and the filmmaking, but also just kind of like how it's a meta commentary on celebrity culture in a sense you know like the whole idea of wanting to be these celebrities but these celebrities aren't actually who we think they are you know puppet master yeah Yeah, so i think in terms of especially people who are really into film like this is kind of like playing with with the whole idea of filmmaking in hollywood and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. that would be why i I would say it's in the criterion. Also, Malkovich. Malkovich. He he does a he does a good job like job acting as well because like if you think about it he has to play himself but then he has to play himself being embodied by other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. And that whole the whole scene when um he's possessed and then he's like sh- she's like show me the dance and he's just. <laughs> In that bedroom, like, I was like, yeah, that wow. great. Put yourself out there. Good for you. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. 
so, so now, who wants to see now goes to Jake. movie that I've seen? Which one are you tackling first? I don't know. It's up to you guys. Figure it out. David, do you care? No, I do not. Alright, then go with uh, mine. Go with once. Um, Once? Once. Not twice? Okay. I was a little nervous when I started once. Because it is, like, the definition of low budget. Like, this guy... Just, it is. <laughs> this guy just has a camera in his hands. And, like, it's... At first, I was like, is this, like, a mockumentary? Are they doing, like, an office thing? And then I realized, no, it's just really low budget. I have I have not checked the budget since. But I think it it works eventually. It just took me a few minutes to be like, oh, okay, that's what this movie is. Here we go. Um, yeah, yeah, I had the same reaction. But otherwise, First time I though, watched it. Uh, damn you, Aaron. Damn you. <laughs> Because you knew this movie was going to hit me, and it hit me. Oh my god! I was like, "Okay, no, it's fine." Just gotta give me a few minutes to recuperate from that. Cause it's a little much. Um, I for real though. Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like. You knew you're, yes. you're just saying a whole bunch of general terms right now. You gotta get because, some like, specific I'm afraid out. I'm gonna start crying again. <laughs> this movie emotionally devastated me in a way that I wasn't ready for. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, come on now." That was my goal. Yeah. Uh, this is another success. Chuck this one off as a success as well. Yeah. Oh wait. Do, do we? Uh, do we count? Uh, David's as a success. Yeah, I, yeah, because I liked it. I think I gave it four stars on, I are on that. Oh my god! What? Once has a budget of one hundred and eighty thousand euros. Yeah, pounds. I don't know. I can't tell. I don't know money. That's not American. <laughs> no, it's it's yep. uh, it's it's euros because pounds is the opening weekend. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They made this with nothing, which is even way more inspiring now knowing that. That he just was like, I want to make this movie. I don't care. I'm going to mm-hmm. do it. And the music is fantastic. Yes. I first realized that this movie was going to be something really special when they first sit down to do that little jam session in the, uh, in the Yamaha shop or whatever. Yeah. And that That's... was when I was like, tears started coming and I'm like oh god this is gonna be one of those movies isn't it <laughs> like here we go and then everything after that I was like whatever it's, it's you know not like whatever but also I'm not on the verge of tears right now mm-hmm. until <laughs> until the scene with him and his dad yeah which <laughs> I just lost it <laughs> I was like nope nope and then the whole rest of the movie couldn't stop it was horrible but in like an amazing way um it's just it's real good it's really great and just one of those gut punch endings that's like this is a great ending but why (laughs) why do you do this to me um yeah 
I mean, I, I, all I wanted to do was just break you and yeah. have the, you know, yeah, try. That, really, that really makes me happy when I just want to break you. <laughs> <laughs> it works. All I wanted to do is devastate you emotionally until you're incapable of performing basic human tasks. Yeah, is that, that so right. wrong? Because I was like, I was just finished. Like the movie was just ending and the credits start to roll. And my family's like, hey, uh, it's, it's time for dinner. And I'm like, okay, I'll be right out. And I go out there and I just sit at the table and I'm like, I just start crying. <laughs> like, did you... <laughs> They're like, did you watch something sad? I'm like, no, but yes. And also, screw you, Aaron. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, I just don't even want to say too much. I feel like people should, like, how is this not a movie I'd ever heard of before you brought it up? Like, this movie's amazing. People need to see this. I mean, it got a lot of acclaim, and it won a... That song they play in the shop, Falling Slowly, won the Oscar. That's the one I was talking about. Oh, really? Yes. All right, yeah. People need to see this movie. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, also, I feel like sometimes... I don't know, maybe it's like this for all people who are just starting to, like, really dig into cinema. But I feel like you know what my genre is way more than I do sometimes. <laughs> Where I'm just like, oh yeah, uh, romantic musical comedy? Oh, you know I'm on top of that. <laughs> but, like, this is not a movie that I'd look at and be like, I need to watch that. But now that I've seen it, I'm like, everyone needs to see this. So, <laughs> so thank you for that, Aaron. <laughs> so, of course. All right. My pleasure. Three wins. Aaron. Three wins so far. Aaron. Oh, round two. And then, so now once you're done talking about the movie, you have to say if you liked mine or Jake's better. So that's how we'll oh round, we'll round out with you. We don't need to do this. Yes, we do. <laughs> okay. Because I, I could, mine could definitely lose, but it could definitely win. You never know. So Aaron, yes. what was your opinion on? The Fundamentals of Caring. Fundamentals of Caring. Yeah, so this was another film that I was, like, mildly interested in, but I never had, like, it wasn't a huge priority to go check out, but, yeah. Uh, I ended up liking this film as well. I guess, like, this is, like, another instance. It's actually a very similar reaction to Life After Bath, where I'm like, the plot is kind of thin, and there's, like, a lot of tonal inconsistencies and stuff like that. But just, like, the cast and the comedy work so well that it, like, makes up for it. You know? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Paul Rudd and especially... I don't remember his name, but the, the kid who... Yeah, but, like, I the kid. Who, I know he's, like, a... He's not, like, a real famous actor, but he has been in some other prominent films but like their dynamic is just hilarious you know yeah so it's like i like the comedy i think that it's one of those films that's like almost overly like sweet and like sentimental and stuff like that mm -hmm. but it's it, it's like a feel-good movie but, like, unashamedly a feel-good movie, and it kind of works yeah. at being a feel-good movie, then, you yeah, know? And like, and, like, that's all it is. Like, that's all it ever... Like, 
tried to be. It never was like, oh, we're gonna be a we're gonna be a cycle psychodynamic thriller it's like no like this is the only thing this is the only pitch we have so we just gotta roll with it so yeah it, it's good it's good for what it is in my opinion and, and i was but when i remember watching it, i was like oh wow i like that more than a lot i like that a lot more than i thought i was going to yeah i i think i'm about the same way and it's kind of like i like it more because like there's a lot of films that would like kind of fall into similar categories in terms of like style or whatever, that I would be like, this just doesn't work. This is trying too hard to be something. But I think this one, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's like the cast or the writing. Paul Rudd just carrying through. Paul Rudd's a good actor, man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed it. And I like that they had that whole scene where they kind of like subvert the whole, oh, people with disabilities are there to teach the white man how to you know, feel better about himself kind of thing. They had that scene that subverted that, and I thought that was, like, a really key moment. So, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed Four it. Wins. Four wins. So, which one did you like better? I would say that I liked Life After Beth better. Just because I, it, it, it it's more my style yeah. with the with the genre elements, the horror comedy. I am honestly, so surprised at that <laughs> at the moment. I'll count that as a one win for a Jacob right now. <laughs> See now, Jake, so hard to say. Yes, yes, I won. How about uh, that? It goes on wins me. us. One win, Jacob. Wait, that sounds worse. Never mind. I'll think of a phrase later. David. Uh. Now on to Memento. Holy <laughs> crap. Mm-hmm. This is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like because I watched both I watched Dean John Melkovich and then Memento like back to back. And like I had my roommate Phil. I was like, yo, I gotta watch these movies. You wanna get in? I don't see that. I mean I guess. And so literally he he's like yeah maybe i'll just like watch it for a sec and he just like started watching like because it stood at the table that's behind my couch like hey you want to sit down he's like no and he ended up standing for like four to five hours watching both these movies but he just got so brought in by he never i'm like yo you want to sit down he's like no i gotta go but he never left he just kept watching because like they just drew him in oh my god all right i'll i'll come as a double win for me and aaron tonight (laughs) yeah but no memento was phenomenal Mm -hmm. i gave it five stars on letterboxd i was really really happy about it uh, and did the whole Christopher, Christopher Nolan thing. It's like, oh, but it's actually in the past. And then, like, this is how we're going to get to the scene. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, all right. So it's literally going to show me something in the backtrack and forward track. I was like, all right. Yeah, uh, as, I had up my, notebook, my notebook and my pen. I was writing all the, <laughs> down the deeds. As, as Lacey discovered on Gateway to Cinema, the twist is not that the movie is backwards. Yeah. I thought that was the twist going in. Because I was like, oh, I know the twist is that the movie's backwards. And then the movie starts and it's backwards. I'm like, oh, that's not the twist. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Crap, crap, crap. <laughs> I don't know the no, twist. No, and then I thought, because it was a good, just like, it was a good uh, dra- drama. It was a good, like, crime investigation. And then at the very the very end of the movie puts it over his top, over the top, in my opinion. And I don't know if I want to, like, 
throw out spoilers for Memento. I mean, I don't, but, I don't think it's necessary. No, but just yeah. like the way all the things like come all together, the and, and yeah. when you when you realize the decisions that he's made, and, and then and me, me and my roommate Phil were talking, and we're like, I wonder what the movie would would have been like if you watched it in chronological order. I'm like, I feel like it would have been okay, but you wouldn't like have that same impact. I actually like, have. Going, a special edition version of the DVD where if you you have to like navigate through the nap menus which are set up like psychiatric tests and then if you navigate them correctly you get to watch the movie in chronological order Have you I haven't done it? it yet but I know I know the secret I know how to get to it that right there just puts the movie just like up but yeah no, but this this movie is up there with um Shutter Island for me with uh, Wolverine, like with my favorite movies. It is I got to oh, add it to my list movies wow. you need to watch in order to be my friend. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and then and then my roommate and I for like for like ten or fifteen minutes we sat we just sat there talking and like piecing it all together to make sure we had it all because it was like but then there was this but she didn't realize this and he was like holy. Crap! But like that—that that means this happened. I'm like, I know. And he's like, Oh my god! Like it was—it was very—it was very satisfying. It was amazing. This is one that needs so, a Criterion Collection edition. Like this. Imagine all the cool things they could do with it, Aaron and David. It needs to happen. Yeah. So. I give the win to Aaron. I know the answer, yeah. But I still thoroughly enjoy. I, I still thoroughly enjoyed your movie, though, Jake. So that's that's what I'm saying. Five wins so far. Can we make it? But six? yeah. All right, let's go. I'm to I'm, re- I'm really happy that. Um, well, I'm really mad that I didn't ever like finish it. Like, cause I remember like the first time, like I watched it, like five minutes of it, and he's like, "This is stupid." I'm like, "This looks really good." So I'm mad that I didn't finish it, but I'm happy that I was able to come back and watch it. And not have it spoiled for you, too. So that's, yes. that's good. Can we make it six, though, David? Well, tell me. We can make it six. This is Ooh. a perfect recommendation episode last week. Yeah. Six for six. I don't know what I was expecting going into this movie. But it is not what I got at all. And I'm very happy about that. As soon as he's talking about, like, uh, like uh, you know, I, I'm a Hindu Catholic. And also I uh, practice... Uh, is, or, uh, you did, like, all the religions. Yeah, yeah, Buddhist. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, I was like, where's this going? <laughs> and then it goes there. And it's just this really deep, like, thoughtful meditation on spirituality and the nature of God. Journey. And I'm like, oh my God, this movie's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, there were several times where I just started crying. <laughs> because I was like, this movie's beautiful. But, David, I don't know if we're just, like, r- both really good at recommending movies, <laughs> or if it's just really easy to make Lacey cry. Well, if you look it, at my letterbox list, movies that made me cry, it's really easy. 
But also, <laughs> these movies were like deep sobs, so I don't know. Um, there was a moment there in that second storm with Richard Parker that I was like, I swear to God, if this movie does this right now, I'm not going to be okay with it. <laughs> like, like they kill Richard Parker right now, I'm going to... I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm done with this movie. You can't do this right now. And it, it all worked out all right in the end. It's a, it's a heartwarming tale, guys. It's not a sad one. I mean, it's a little sad. It's pretty dark there at the end, actually. Uh, really how, yeah, how did you feel about the ending? I, I loved it. I That whole... It reminds me of last week, Aaron, the ending to Stranger Than Fiction, the little yeah. Emma Thompson speech at the end. Reminded me of his speech at the end of this movie, the uh, Pies speech, and I'm like, "That's a great point." Like that's a like. The whole thing is like, well, how do you know what's real and what's not real? And it's like, oh, or is it just a story? It's like a story. Well, it's like, well, it happened. Doesn't matter. Oh, what? I forget the specific wording of it, but he he says, "Look it up." Look it up. Yeah, but I could definitely see a connection between the two films in terms of, like, why do we tell stories, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I, can, I can definitely see that. And, oh my god. Just, the whole, like, this movie without that, and I don't know, I haven't read the book, so I don't know how deep it goes into it in the book. Probably more, but the whole, without the whole meditation on what God is and all of that, this movie would be nothing. <laughs> and that's why I was like going in, I'm like, eh, it's a story about a kid who gets stuck on a raft and there's a lion or there's a tiger. I wouldn't... Okay, the story might be nothing, but yeah. the movie, oh, yeah. I think, still has the visual effects and okay, everything yeah. going for yeah. it. Oh, God, it's stunning. Absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. And that, that moving so island? Cool. Yeah, trippy. Yeah, that uh-huh. yeah that island was pretty trippy. That just the effects on Richard Parker. Did they ever use a real lion or a real tiger? I get them mixed up. No, never. Nope. Because there were several. There were some times where I'm like, okay, that looks pretty CGI, and then other times it looked so real. I'm like, come on, guys, this has to be real, right? Like this shot has to be real. Like that's, oh, that's a testament right there. Um. And then, yeah, I mean, like, that's why I was so hesitant going in. That's why I've never seen this movie before now. Because I was like, it's just a story about a kid who gets lost and with a tiger. And then they get home again. But then yeah, because, that whole deeper meaning is just so much. Yeah, because I remember when I first saw the trailers, I was like, this movie looks like it's trash. And then I eventually didn't watch it. And then I was stuck on planes, and this is the only movie that they had. I was like, well, I'm about to watch this movie. <laughs> and I'm happy that it translated as well off the, uh, off the plane than it did on the... Because like on the plane, I was, I was like, oh, that was really good. Well, is it because I'm really bored, or was it because it was really good? But I'm glad it's really it's good off the plane. It's really good. <laughs> this movie's really good. Um, yeah. Just, I love the whole idea of, like, the metaphors, and I won't elaborate on that if you haven't seen this movie, but, like, the whole idea of, like, what's the, oh my god, 
what's the name of that? I haven't taken an English class, like a, like rhetoric English class in years. But what's the allegory? Allegory, yeah, for like who God is in the story, and like, oh, is Richard Parker God? Is uh, Pi God? And it's like, well, they're all kind of God, and that's like such an interesting take on it, uh, the story and its idea of like, just oh man, I loved this movie, guys. Ah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've, like I said, I just finished watching this, so I don't have that many. It's like, it, all right, look at this like we do Gateway to Cinema. Like, I just finished watching the movie, and then I'm like, all right, here we go, time to talk about it. I'm not going to have these deep philosophical looks at it yet, but I know looking at this movie that, like, this is what I'm going to have to come back to again and look at and really, really study because. Not only is it an amazing story, it's also, like, so well-crafted. Ang Lee does amazing work here. Um, so thank you, David. And I have to, uh, I hate to say that it's going to be a three-way tie, but I liked Life of Pi better than once. So it's a three-way tie this week. David, I Let's go. But, like, once is pretty close, too. But, like, watching Life of Pi, I'm like, this is, like, top 100, top 50 territory right here. Like, this is amazing. So. Yeah. No, I I like Life of Pi better than once, too. So, like, I can, I can't fault you. I just want to say, six out of six and a three-way tie. That's the way to end a movie recommendations episode right there, my friends. So, let's move on. To the upcoming movies of the week. Okay. <laughs> so, Justice League, guys. Let's go, DC. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, see, Aaron's I, I was, I was going to clap, but I was off. My timing was oh, off. <laughs> no. See, okay. All right, Andrew, let me talk about this. Jake's going to be like, these trailers look so bad. Okay. But he's already down on the movie. My man has to go into it with a fresh mind. I'm going to be like, I love DC more than I love Marvel. Like, just the comic series as a whole. And I and I have also said, Marvel's been kicking butt, making amazing movies. So they've been trumping DC. So now, as I said earlier, DC's been kind of stuttering. But when they made Wonder Woman, I'm like, they got the firm ground. Now we're going to fully dive in with Justice League. And this is about to be hype. So let's let's just go into it with open minds instead of tearing it down like Jake always does, and let's get hyped for this movie. See, if I go in with lower expectations, there's a greater chance that I'm going to be pleased with the overall quality of the film. Just, just go in with no expectations. It's be like, oh, this is a movie I'm going to see. When the, Simple. When the, That's what I do with every movie. When the advertising <laughs> is as ubiquitous as Justice League's advertising has been these past few months... It's like it's impossible not to garner some kind of uh, opinion on it throughout all these trailers that we've seen. Now, some trailers are definitely better than others. I think the trailer with that starts with Wonder Woman. Uh, what's that? Though she was like the star of the trailer, basically. They're like, "Oh, Wonder yeah. Woman's good." Yeah, focus <laughs> Wonder Woman. How <laughs> like, to capitalize on that success as quickly as possible? Yeah, I think that trailer is fine. But this most recent trailer, and it is the one with the heroes cover. Aaron, mm -hmm. it is garbage. Like it's that is great. one of the worst trailers I've ever seen. And I'm like, how? 
how can you get like a really great trailer with Wonder Woman and then this garbage trailer? Like how? What is this movie? What's going I mean, to I, happen? But I feel like that's probably going to be the experience watching this movie is there will be moments when we're like, this is actually really good. They actually pulled this off. This is great. And then there will be moments where like, no, this is horrible. They they failed. This is miserable. It's as bad as all the rest, you know? I really hope it's not as bad as Batman v Superman or Suicide Squad. I right. don't think it will be. I'm okay with Batman v Superman. I'm not okay with Suicide Squad. So if they hit at least, at the very least, Batman v Superman levels, I'll enjoy it. <laughs> I think that's the way I've got to look at it. What, what gives you hope that it's going to be better than Batman v Superman? The shorter runtime. All right. So here's, <laughs> here's my problem with the shorter runtime. They have so much to do in this movie. Like, there is... N- no movie should ever have to do as much as this movie has to do. <laughs> it's like, we gotta I feel introduce like, I feel Flash. like, though, with the, with the short runtime, though, it's just gonna be like, we're gonna, you know, brisk... It's gonna be a very brisk mo- movie-watching experience. You know, they're just gonna go through... They're going to be like, oh, here's backstory, here's the characters, now we get action sequences for an hour and a half. That's it. Oh, yeah. That's all we well, need out of this movie. Remember the last time we had and action And then it will just be like, oh, yeah, we're going to package everything here, we're going to get that all are nice we, and neat. Are we going to get another... We're going to get it out, and then we'll have made this movie. It's, it kind of feels like they're just another like... another Batman backstory? Because I'd, I'd be down. <laughs> I would not be surprised. See, it's, it's really easy to, you Martha. know, the entire Justice League, you just gotta find out that all they all have the same, yeah. their mothers all have the same name. Yeah. That's, now, that's, yeah. I just... You gotta introduce Flash? You gotta introduce Cyborg? You gotta introduce Aquaman? I think, what if, they, what if they're just relying on the trailer? Oh my gosh, I figured it out. They're just relying on the trailers to introduce all the characters, and then so like, they're already going to be together. <laughs> they're not doing a good job of introducing the characters. That'd be hilarious. Like it's like, oh, it's like a little sub-clip, like, okay, make sure you saw all the trailers who introduced all the characters, so let's run the movie. And then all of a sudden, just cuss to them all, like, in the tower, like, what's up, guys? When the, when the cave. Manhunter's there. Wait, what about that guy? We didn't introduce that guy. Don't play with my what feelings. If, okay. If, 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 for real though, if Martian Manhunter shows up in this movie, Aaron might or Aaron David might scream. Like, in I, the, well, in I the would theater. scream too. I would. I'd be like, I, some not so nice words, some amazing words. All the words would just be like, oh, huh? Never mind. So. I don't know how much you guys are up on the Justice League uh, advertising. I know David's saying he's trying to keep a little bit away from it. But Aaron, did you see the uh, Funko Pop figures for Justice League? No. Don't. Don't. I don't know why they continue to spoil movies with their Funko Pop lines. Because <laughs> they did it with Civil War. Where they had Giant Man as Is one there of the... like a black suited Superman figure? What? Or something? Is there like a black suited Superman figure? I can't answer that question. <laughs> what I can answer is that stop doing this, Funko Pop. Please. No one's even seen the movie yet. 
and you're like, let's do it. I mean, that's not true. Some critics have, and they say, it's fine. Yeah, that's the reigning endorsement you want for your, your big, big uh, holiday movie. Um, Ezra Miller. I like Ezra Miller. I do too. I don't think I like him as the Flash. I'm not entirely sold yet, but the no, costume wait. is just not helping. No, the costume. Let's we'll see what the man does. I mean, no. I'm just. This is literally the point of this segment: is that we give first impressions before we've seen it, and I think. I just think you gotta, you gotta not, DC. You gotta not. I'm liking Aquaman, though. I, but what have you seen? Like, Aquaman's in, like, two shots in the trailer, and it's like, he has the one line where he's like, what's the line? That is Count Drogo. I am down for Aquaman. (laughs) What's the uh, what's the line where he's like, ride's not over yet, and then what does he say after that, Aaron? I don't even oh, no. know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cyborg picks him up and he's flying. He's like, ride's not over yet. And then Aquaman's oh, like, yeah. my man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I hate this movie already. The dialogue is like so bad, but also I love it. You know? <laughs> Who wrote this movie? Do we know? Uh, I mean, obviously we know, but we don't. Same know. guy as BVS, plus uh, Joss Whedon ended up with a writer's credit. But, like, how much could he have possibly done with what was already done on this movie? Enough to get a writer's credit. I guess. We'll Not a director's credit, though, so. Really? Nope. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll know next week. <laughs> and we'll let you know next week. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> All this waiting will be done, and we'll know if it's garbage or not at that point. So, yeah, it's a good way to put it. Thanks. <laughs> it's literally just the truth. I, I couldn't really put it any other way. Uh, Wonder. I don't know anything about this movie. This is based on a book about like this young boy who has the he's he's I don't know what condition he's born with, but he has to go and with like these reconstructive surgeries or something and then so it's basically about his struggles to like fit in with you know in in with his classmates or something i don't know the trailers don't give a whole lot away in terms of plot it's very much a trailer just like oh this movie is going to be heartwarming and a feel-good movie and stuff and owen wilson is in it yeah. oh yeah it is, okay i remember seeing the trailer it is from the director of the perks of being a wallflower. So that is what is giving me a tiny bit of interest. Mm. So I feel like it's not going to be nearly as good as that film, but I think he might be able to elevate the material into something possibly. Okay. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. Um, I know that it's Owen Wilson, Julia uh, Roberts, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Julia Roberts, and then Jacob Tremblay is one of the kids. He is, he's the main kid. Oh, he is? Really? Yep. Okay, never mind, though. So, I mean, you got some, some pretty good uh, cast there, you know. 
other than Owen Wilson. I'm just kidding. Owen, <laughs> Owen Wilson's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. David, do you know anything about this? You got anything to say? Does this kid have like a helmet on or like a space? Yeah, space helmet. trailer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that helmet. That's all. You don't like space? It's the they, we, 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 we never went to We never went to the moon there. So. Ne- oh yeah, I forgot. That space helmet <laughs> is scientifically inaccurate, so it's uh, it's bad. Uh, so the star guys. Is it Christmas already? No, but uh, Hollywood <laughs> sure seems to think it is. <laughs> so, uh, three Christmas movies in a row. In November. In November. They're, and now, I was thinking about this today, because I went to the movies today, and I was like, because I saw the Bad Moms Christmas, I saw the Daddy's Home was up there. Got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes for a long time, by the way. I mean, did we call it? Who didn't call it? Um, but uh, it's just like... There's there's going to be no room to breathe once Star Wars comes out for movies, and I think maybe they realize that that once. Star yeah, Wars I said out, that, I said that last week. Did you really? Yeah, I was literally like, Star Wars is coming out in December, so they're just gonna cram all these movies out because they know everyone's gonna go to Star Wars. David, I don't remember what I say <laughs> two days after we record this. I, there's no way I'm gonna remember what either of you guys say. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, uh, yeah. We said stuff on this podcast. I'm sure it's fine. Ship it. <laughs> um, I'd ship it. I just don't. I don't. I don't want to see this. I can't do this. <laughs> right? Like, it's just like, no. Nope. Uh, I don't want Christmas movies. I don't want them. So we've got uh, Stephen Yun, who is uh, in Walking Dead. We've got Gina Rodriguez, who I've honestly never heard of. She's been in stuff, though. Uh, Zachary Levi, Keegan-Michael Key, Kelly Clarkson, Anthony Anderson, A.D. Bryant, Gabriel Iglesias, and Patricia Heaton. And Ving Rhames. I missed Ving Rhames. Like, that's like a pretty uh, big-name cast. But also... This movie smells like trashed. Thought that was a pretty good rhyme. Um, David didn't really react, but I'm going to assume it was a good rhyme. And uh, no, I just wasn't about that. I'll I'll repeat it one more time for Aaron. Uh, it's got a pretty decent cast. Too bad this movie smells like trashed. No. What movie is this? The Star. Oh. Are we not past that? No. Because oh, you're trying to make this rhyme, but... It's okay. Um, so disrespectful to the traditional Christian Christmas story. There are no movies about Islam because it's disrespectful. So why don't same apply rules here? An animated movie with animals portraying traditional Christian peoples is wrong. I uh, yeah that you heard it here first. That's guys. the final word on that subject. Yeah, uh, you heard it here first. Who's about it? All of us. 
All right, and no one will be seeing that, so sorry, guys, if you were looking for our hot takes on the storm. <laughs> oh, also wanted to quick mention, forgot to mention when we talked about, uh, when we talked about Life of Pi, but Aaron, your cat. Yes. I don't know if we've ever said this on the podcast. My cat is named after Richard Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, Roman J. Israel Esquire. Um, this is the new Denzel Washington film, also starring Colin Farrell. Um, and I'm horrible at pronouncing names, but Ka- Carmen Ijogo. Right? Am I wrong? I don't know who that is. Okay, never mind that. Uh, so, uh,. Right now, it's sitting at a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes with uh, 30 reviews. And I saw the trailer for the first time today. And it looks decent, right? I mean, but out, you could basically watch uh, Denzel Washington do anything, and it would be interesting. So I haven't seen the trailer, but yeah. Okay. Denzel Washington, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that this is one that I'll see. It might be, you know, if I've got the free time. But it's just one of those that, like, feels like... It's, I'm not going to say it's as bad as Collateral Beauty, but it feels Collateral Beauty-esque in that it's very, of like, oscar Beatty. <laughs> like, you just look at the movie, and you're like, yep, they want an Oscar. Looks like they probably won't be getting one based on critical reception. But, you know, good for them. Trying. It's always good to try, Aaron. Is it? Well, as long as you're trying for something good, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that's... That's uh, that's the that's the takeaway from this episode. Yep. Uh, that's our sound bite. Da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Isn't that the, the more you know... I, that was, was that, is that what that was supposed to be? Was the, the more you know song? That's what, how it goes. No. I think, I don't know, whatever. Uh, want a quick mention before we move on. Uh, saw the trailer for the Phantom Thread today for the first time. I am so Whoa. in for that movie. I don't think I could be more in. And my theater was not digging it. Like, do you ever know when you're just sitting in a theater and you can tell no one's, like, or they're all like, uh. And that's how I could tell this uh, this theater was. But, man, I'm like, give me that final performance, Daniel Day-Lewis. Give it to me. So. All right, uh, moving on to the what have we been watching segment this week. Guys, I feel like I have a pretty, not shocking, but this is what this podcast is founded upon, what it's built upon. We're saving this one for a bad movie, right? Because we should. Yes. But this is what this is built upon. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. You been on that Hulu? 
I've been on that Hulu. I have yet to watch the final episode. I've watched everything up until the final episode of the season. Just because it was late when I was watching some of these last night. Um, I'd say some of the best of the show are in this season. There's also a few that just don't work, but I appreciate what they were trying to do with them. Now, Hero... Jake, had one question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the rules? <laughs> what are the rules? <laughs> yeah, that episode is fantastic. Phenomenal. I'd say the best episode, maybe of the... Uh, I've only show. seen that episode, okay. so... I'm not going to say too much about it, but I'm just saying, I think maybe the best episode of the show is Hero or Hate Crime. <laughs> it is. Yep. It is. Have you seen all this, Aaron? Yeah, I watched it when it first aired, so. It is outstanding. Like, I texted Aaron and I'm like, you know, this show does a really great job at doing these high concept type episodes. But man, it is just an amazing show when they all just sit around and just talk or like yell at each other. Like that's when that show becomes amazing and it like just transcends the stupidity of how it, how stupid this show should be is just saved by how great all these people are in their roles and how funny they all are together and man, it's just such a good episode. And a about as heartwarming as Always Sunny can ever get, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. But I would I say... just know, I've seen the first episode of season 12, and it's like the one out of the room, and I remember just dying laughing. That's such a <laughs> strong... Like, the only musical... I, I like that musical segment better than Nightman, the Nightman comment. I like like that musical number so much better and it's hilarious. I love the I love that they gave me this train and he like holds it up. It's so, it's so surprising. Um I will say the best sight gag of the season so far. Not even a sight gag, it's more just like the best physical comedy of the season so far is the water slide bit. And Aaron you know, I think you know what water... There's a couple different water slide bits in the one episode because the episode mm-hmm. is the gang goes to a water park or whatever. <laughs> but the uh, the first one is just hilarious to me. Like, I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> so, I mean, this show is great. I, we all love that this show on this podcast. We have a deep love for it. So... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm gonna just keep thinking about Always Sunny. Uh, all right. So after that, though, gonna move on to some other things that I watched. <laughs> um, movies. No, wait. I think that's it. Is that it? Once I no 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 okay. Because there's one 2017 movie that Anna and I are saving for bad movie of the week because we tortured ourselves this week ourselves this week but i want to mention real quick murder on the orient express a movie last week that i said i probably won't see it but i was like i had the day off today i want to go see a movie surprisingly very filled theater like more than i was expecting and i always think it's funny to like branch out and see different movies that i don't normally see and then just kind of see the crowd that's in the movie because Murder on the Orient Express trends much older than a lot of the movies that I've seen. 
<laughs> and I mean, cool. Not every movie's made for everyone, but like, cool. I think it's yeah, pretty, cool. pretty interesting movie. I give cre- mm. more of that credit to Agatha Christie for writing a compelling story more than the movie, but um, I think Kenneth Branagh is pretty good, even though his accent slips a little bit every once in a while. And uh, his directions, it's all right. You know, there's some pretty interesting sequences. Um, but overall, nothing to really write home about. Daisy Ridley, though, fantastic actress. Like, I thought maybe it's just because Star Wars is so great that I like Daisy Ridley. But, like, no, she's really good in this. And she's might be one of the best actors in the movie. And there Is this, some... like, her first major role since... Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. And uh, it's just, like, she she might be the best actress in this movie, which is really surprising, yeah. like, because there's so many heavy hitters. You got Will Poe, have... Judy Dench. Yeah. I was, I was just going to say, you have so many, like, legendary actors in there. Yeah. That's quite a claim. Yeah. No, she's, uh, she's outstanding. And I think Michelle Pfeiffer is pretty close behind her. And I don't know. I'm like, I'm glad Michelle Pfeiffer's back because she had been gone for so long. Then she did Mother, and I think she's fantastic in Mother. And now she's uh, in this. So, so in this in this ranking of the actors, uh huh, is Josh Gad or Johnny Depp on the bottom? Because it's one of those two. <sighs> Here's the thing: I hate Johnny <laughs> Depp. I hate him so much. He's all by all accounts a trash person. And he's, by all accounts, gets lines fed to him through an earpiece for all of his movies. (laughs) So, I don't really respect him as an actor or a person. That being said, (laughs) he does something different in this movie. And it's enough to make it, you know, it's decent. It's passable. I never felt like, oh, I'm watching Johnny Depp. I felt like I was watching the character. So... That's more than you can say for a lot of his past roles, because he, even in uh, Fantastic Beasts, it's like, oh, this is supposed to be a big Grindelwald reveal. No, it's just, it's just Johnny Depp. <laughs> like, they just put Johnny Depp in, in makeup. Um, and Josh Gad is actually pretty good, too. So, I'd, right. I'd say the one actor who just isn't, like, she's very good normally. Like, I've seen her in stuff that I think she's pretty great in. But Penelope Cruz just... I don't know what her direction was in this movie. It's not good, whatever it was. <laughs> they were just like, uh, be Penelope Cruz. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, be religious Pen- Penelope Cruz. She's like, all right. And then, uh, yeah. But uh, overall, I mean, the performance was fine. It's just that it's a very, like, meh movie overall. Like, there's nothing nothing really to write home about, which is unfortunate. But, uh, you know, middle of the list so far. So, a lot better than the one we're going to be talking about for bad movie. And also, as I was walking out, I'm like, it's kind of nice to see an alright movie every once in a while. So, I feel like recently I've been watching a lot of, like, very critically acclaimed films or, like, really trash movies. And it's a lot like video games. The middle ground has kind of fallen out on movies, I think, recently. Yeah. So, it's nice to have kind of this, like, B-tier, you know, star-filled movie that's, like, still decently enjoyable, but it's nothing really great. So, I don't know. 
it's kind of interesting in that way. Yeah, I get it. Like a, kind of like a palate cleanser, where it's just like it's fine. Yeah. Like Justice League. Oh my god. Okay. It's fine. All right. So that's all I've got for this week. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I'll go quick because I am in season six of Game of Thrones. I'm back on my grind because my laptop's not working. So in season six, and man, this show I just went through some pretty uh, shig- uh, uh, I just did something with the I don't I can't say it. Never mind. Aaron, <laughs> I, I like season six, except I'm real rattled. About a death of a character. Where are you at in season six? Well, it was the end of season five, so. Oh, right, right. I was trying to remember where those took place. But yeah, no, I got you. I know what character you're talking about. Yes, but I'm I'm still pushing through. Um, Love me, the mother of dragons. She's dope. I can't wait. Up now. Yeah, I can't wait to finish the series. Yeah, well, except for the final well, season. Well, yeah, to catch up. Excuse me, to catch up on the series. And uh, yeah. All right. That's all. All right. Well, I only have two things okay. because we covered certain films earlier and we're going to cover another film later but uh, first up uh, watched Annabelle Creation mm-hmm. mm. it was fine I think you liked it more than me in terms of like the ranking I definitely ranked it higher but I think that maybe because I seem to have watched a lot more mediocre to bad movies That's... than you have at this I was, point, I was looking at my 2017 list when I was ranking Murder on the Orient Express. I'm like, this is a decent film, but it's so close to the bottom because for some reason I just haven't watched trash this year. <laughs> and it's right. like, I always watch trash. So it's really I'm weird. at the point where I already have like a really solid bottom 10 films for the year. Where I'm like, I don't even want to watch any more terrible films because I just want to, you know, cement the fact that these are like. <laughs> 10 truly awful films. <laughs> I gotta look at your bottom 10 now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because then it looks like some movies, like Prevent or Prevenge, looks like it's really low on the list. But I'm like, no, Prevenge is like a really decent film. Like, I think it's really good, really funny, but it's like really low. So it's it's weird. I need to start balancing that out a little bit. Start watching some more horrible. Movies. Right, you gotta watch. You gotta watch some more terrible films. I'm not watching Chips though. That's my. You gotta watch. Out. You gotta watch Chips. I'm never watching Chips. Have you heard of this film called The Bye Bye Man? Oh, yeah, I have. It's third to bottom, because Phoenix Forgotten is still garbage. Still utter garbage. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah, Annabelle Creation, it was alright. It's, it's, I guess it's a very similar kind of, the, the overall, everything about it is very similar to the kind of switch between Ouija and Ouija Origin of Evil, where you're like, the first film was so bad that anything is going to look good by comparison. But this is, like, a surprisingly better effort than the first film was. So, wait. All right. So, I'm, I'm very curious. Do you think from Ouija to Ouija Origin of Evil is better? Or do you think from Annabelle to Annabelle Creation is better? 
I think well, I think Weijo was worse than Annabelle to start. Okay. And then I think Annabelle Creation is better than Ouija Origin of Evil. So I guess however that works out. I, I'm opposite on that. I think Annabelle is significantly worse than Ouija Origin of Evil. And that's not to say... I, like, I enjoyed bits and pieces of Annabelle. And I think the scares are effective. But I just... My god, the forced nun stuff is horrible. Like, it's just cringeworthy at times. And then the whole forcible tie-in to the beginning of Annabelle is so... That's, that's another reason why it was so similar to Ouija, Ouija Origin of Evil. Yeah. It's like, why are you bending over backwards to tie it into the movie no one liked? <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, I think, I think the thing is, like, Ouija Origin of Evil was really good at getting us to care about the characters, but just wasn't ever scary. And Annabelle Creation is kind of like the reverse of that, where it's like, it's pretty scary. There's a lot of really great scenes consistently throughout this film, mm -hmm. but there's just never enough of a plot or like just scenes developing the characters to make any of it meaningful. It's just like, it's cool on a technical level, but it's like, doesn't really feel like a film afterwards. It just felt like a series of horror shorts yeah. strung together. I can see that. I also felt like they try, and I, you know, I liked David F. Sandberg's Lights Out. I thought his work on that was really great, even if, you know, like, Aaron, you think the movie. We've gone over Lights Out several times. Yeah. But I think his directorial work is pretty good on that. And mm -hmm. uh, I think he maybe goes a little too hard for the James Wan style in this. I never felt like it was Lights Out. I felt like it was someone trying to imitate his work on The Conjuring, if that makes sense. I It makes sense, but I don't feel the same way. I think a lot of the stuff, especially like the kind of like light, the, the, the eyes in the dark kind of thing, felt very reminiscent of Lights Out, okay. as well as a few other scares. So I, it makes sense. I just no, take I, that position. Opinions. Everyone can have one. Speaking of which, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, Inhumans wrapped up, finally, after eight Fine. dreadful slogs of an episode. <laughs> and did you it's... like it? <laughs> so, so, like, the thing is, I know these episodes were made in advance, Mm -hmm. But the ending of the show is the same ending as Thor Ragnarok. They just they it's the same ending. And it just is like the the like final pin on the fact that this thing is like so outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like the movies want absolutely nothing to do with this. <laughs> They're just like, oh yeah, we don't care if you use that ending. No one's gonna watch your show. I just... The Inhumans could have been something, man. They could have been a contender. <laughs> they could have... <laughs> they could have been a part of the... Well, I mean, they could have been a movie. They were never they were, gonna... They were going I, they to were be never, a movie. They were never gonna be anything. I think they never could have been anything 
by themselves. Like, I think even as a solo movie, it wouldn't have been very good. But I think, like, as supporting characters, they could have been something cool. We'll never know, though, because Marvel sent them to die on ABC. Yep. It's just, it's so embarrassing. It's definitely the worst thing they've ever made. And... Worse than Iron Fist. Worse than Iron Fist. Wow. At least Iron Fist has, like, good production quality, right? I guess. So... <laughs> yes. That's, that's, about, that's about the only thing separating them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Scott Buck, man. Stop. Rethink your life. Rethink the it's... way you run shows. He never will. No. He keeps on getting work. Who hired him now? I don't know, but he got these shows after Dexter, so... Eh, Marvel will be like, yeah, uh, do do this one now. <laughs> why, Marvel? Why? Did, uh, didn't humans do anything ratings-wise? No, it got pretty terrible ratings. Perfect. Um, that pretty much solidifies that this won't ever come into the Marvel Universe, which is good, because I never want to have to watch it. <laughs> so. All right. That's it. Perfect. Let's move on. Uh, to pass in the pop. The pop. Oh, man. <laughs> this episode's great. I really do think it is great. That sounded really sarcastic, but it wasn't. It's uh, fine. <laughs> are we thankful for it? We haven't said thankful once this episode. Sorry, I'm just kind of talking as I unpack this, so... Um, what are the rules? Of course we're thankful. <laughs> what are the rules? What are the rules? What are the rules? What are the rules? Alright. Like, seriously, like, all the songs of the episode are so good. Are good. <laughs> Dennis' songs are phenomenal. Frank, Frank just attempting to sing cracks me up. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the uh, Hercules vibes I got from it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Alright, here we go. I am going to be your game show host this week. As we play Pass the Popcorn. <laughs> That's my radio DJ voice. Do you, uh, do you like it? Today we're playing TV, because that one seems to be one that we all are kind of more familiar with. So, we'll see how this goes. Uh, David, you've got people. Quote, anything goes, story, and anything goes. Now, Aaron. Does anything goes? They're horrible. (laughs) Aaron, you've got, quote, Anything goes. No. Story, quote, and people. So, uh, I believe David won last time you guys faced off. Yeah, he did. So this time, wait, is David two for two against you? I don't think I've won a game against anyone. (laughs) That feels good. Uh... So, we're going to start with a 2000s variety show. 
Is Start with me? who? With Aaron, because Aaron hasn't oh. won. Sorry, I should. Uh, go with people. People, <clears throat> hosted by a man who used to co-host the Man Show with Adam Carolla. <laughs> <laughs> he's a host with another host <laughs> they can't say his name because the name is like I've, I've heard of the man show but like I don't remember who it was so I'm going to regret not being able to get this but I don't know David would you like to take a guess is it the chase. No. I don't know, I'm just guessing. <laughs> um, it was Jimmy Kimmel Live. Mm. Yeah. Huh. Lucky for you all, we have a 2000s reality contest for y'all. David, what? what would you like? Anything goes. Contestants on this show are called house guests. House guest? I don't know. <laughs> um. Hey, what was this? A two thousands two thousands reality contest. You got oh, three. is it? Is it? Um. One. Need an bachelor. Aaron. No. Aaron, would you like to take a guess? I have no idea. It's a uh, Big Brother. Mm, don't watch it. I used to love me some Big Brother. Um, I think of like a lot of my TV watching from being a kid has kind of come out on this show recently. <laughs> used to watch uh, Real Life. <laughs> what, what is that? What that was called? I already forgot. We talked about it last week. <laughs> um, here we go. 1960s yes. sitcom. 19 what? 60s sitcom. Uh, give me a uh, story. A newly wealthy family from the Tennessee mountains adjusts to life in California. Uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. That is correct. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good one. Alright. Done with that one. Um, alright. <clears throat> David, we've got a 2000s drama. Anything goes. The tech company Massive Dynamic is involved in many of the show's cases. Cases? Cases. This is a 2000s drama? NCIS. That is incorrect. Aaron, would you like to steal? Uh, I don't think I can. You, ha- you haven't anything Oh, else? I haven't anything else? Yeah. This isn't anything else? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't is know. it... Never mind. Just, you might as well know. guess. <laughs> is it Law and Order? No. I, yeah. I feel like this is a show you've seen, Aaron. Uh, Fringe? Yes, it is. <laughs> but I have not seen it in many years. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen Fringe. Did it get canceled no well kind of it ended it a fox it, it, it like a fox, had right? it a had good ending like a good ending like they brought the st- entire story to conclusion 
Oh, good for them. Even though they were getting they, they were getting canceled, they're like, crap, we gotta do something. Yeah, it's like they were about to get canceled, and then they're like, we're pitching an idea for a final 13-episode season, and then Fox is like, sure, why not? And so they got that, and they finished off their story. Save it for your Fringe podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, 2000s game show, Aaron. Uh, anything goes? There are over 13,000 cabs in New York City, but there is only one that pays you. It's Cash Cow. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they give you taglines, and it's just like, why is that not in the quote segment? Can you just not think of anything else for this show? <laughs> like, Alright. It's not like Cash Cow is like built around trivia or anything. Yeah, not at all. Uh, 1980s animated show, David. Story? A clan of cat-like humanoids try to protect the planet, Third Earth, from evil mutants. (laughs) Thundercats? He gets it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go! Aaron. Oh no, never mind. Uh, 2000's talk show. Uh, People. Hosted by a psychologist from Texas. Dr. Phil? Yeah. (laughs) What's this show? (laughs) I'm sorry, David. Uh, 2000's sitcom. Anything goes. The star of this show hosts The Soup on E. Mm. Um. You gotta kind of just kind of think out loud. Yeah, we gotta. We can't have dead air. Oh, sorry. It's all um, right. Two thousands. 2000s what? Sitcom. 2000 sitcom. And thinking Could it be Ned's Declassified? <laughs> no. Aaron, you don't have a steal, but uh, what do you I think don't. it is? It, it's Community, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, see, I, I've never seen any of these shows. That's my problem. Community is on Hulu. So. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. 2000s drama, Aaron. Uh, all I have left is quote. Yeah. Me? Why me? I'm nobody. I'm the supervisor of a nerd herd at a buy more. Oh, it's that show about the uh, serial killer. You know? Yeah, uh, Chuck. Sorry, the show is Dexter? <laughs> uh, you missed it. Um, so, no? No points on that No? No points on that one? Yeah, right. yeah it's, it's Chuck. What an awful slate of cards. Here we go, David. 2000's reality show. What do I have? People, quote, or anything goes. Anything goes. I need something. I need one of these. I have two (laughs) of these, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it might be. The crew sets up an experiment to blow something up. Mythbusters? Mythbusters, alright, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one for anything goes, I guess. Thank God. Aaron. Yes. 1980s drama. Quote. Cool. 
Uh oh. One second, <laughs> give me a second. Oh, that's, that's all it is. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the quote. Uh oh. <laughs> but it's actually Rut Row and it's like Scooby Doo. <laughs> They're like, I don't know. Uh oh. I'm seeing that look, Jessica. I have no idea. It's it, David. Do you have a steal? I don't know. You have my stuff. I don't know what it's I have. Quote. I mean, you have a steal. Do you want to steal? Is oh. what I'm saying. Is it Cheers? Not a drama, <laughs> but no. It is a murder she wrote. Mm. A I'm show just, I've I'm seen just it's a good show. Too many episodes of. It's it's a good show. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> David, 1990s animated show. You have people quote or anything goes. People. Characters Dale Gribble, Luann Platter, Hank, Peggy, and Bobby. Thinking Hank, Peggy. Is it? Loud. Oh. <laughs> Is this 1990s? 1990s animated show. Thinking Is it American Dad? No. And Aaron, you don't have a steal, but it is King of the Hill. Ah, uh, King of the Hill. All right. That's the one I was thinking of, but I said American Dad. 2000s drama. Cool. David, you have a steal if he does not get this. It's very stressful being an other, Jack. It's, uh... It's that show about the person with the computer chip in their head who works at a Best Buy like store, you yeah. know, Lost. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my favorite show with that character. <laughs> I, you should have pulled up. Yeah, Aaron wins. Uh, it's his first win, so good for him. Uh, but also, you should have done the, the Bojack Horseman thing where he's like, this uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Or no, wait, who played the boy wizard Harry Potter in an acclaimed movie series? I want to say Elijah Wood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aaron, your first win. I, I needed the win, though. How does it feel? Uh, it feels... Shouldn't I feel satisfied because I got screwed by cards? Yeah, the cards did kind of screw David on that one. Uh, with, especially with the double anything goes, which is just a death sentence. Um, all right, so that has been... Passing popcorn this week. We've got two more weeks of it. Should be All interesting. Right. I feel like we need a guest host to come in just for our final passing popcorn and have the three of us play against each other to really match our skills. Oh, yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, guys, let's move on to the bad movie of the week. Aaron? Yeah. We, we watched something. Bad movie. We did. I, now, you say I forced your hand on this. You, you did force my hand. <laughs> because I, w- I was like, I mean, this needs to I, be seen. Yeah, I needed to watch it before the year was out. Mm-hmm. But I was going to wait till I didn't have to pay money for it. No, no. <laughs> but you forced my hand. Oh, you, you mean you don't want to give them $6 for this? <laughs> um, the emoji movie the world inside your phone 
what can be said about the Emoji Movie that hasn't already been said. Um, it's a colorful romp through the inner workings of your phone. Yeah. Um, it taught me a lot about life. Did it? And love. Did it? And yeah. family. And make emotions. You wanna, and make you just dance. Taught me a lot about just dance. It, it did teach me a lot about just dance as well. Uh, like too much about just dance. Is just dance an app? How does that work? I that's what I was wondering. Is, is it like one of the things where you just like hold your smartphone in your hand and then it's like tries to track the dance moves, but you could just like sit there and wave yeah. your arm about and it would it, still and give then, you points. If you do that, how can you see what the dance moves are? I I don't know. I, it's, it was the best thing I could think of. Um. I don't th- I don't think it's even an app if I'm being honest. I'm going to I'm going to look at the App okay. Store right now. Thank you. Tell um, me about these apps. These dances. There's like these emojis. 15 minute, maybe 10 minutes, probably not 15 minutes. There's a 10 minute scene that's just them playing just dance. It's like this isn't entertainment. Oh, oh look at this. They have not only do they have just dance now, but one of the screenshots is as seen in the, in the emoji, emoji movie. movie. Oh, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kill me. Um, okay. That's fine. We can come back from that. Uh, <laughs> uh, as a society, we can come back from that, right? Um, no. No? Perfect. No. Uh, <laughs> also, big, big advertisement for Candy Crush. It's also in the trailers. So, I mean, I'll, can't say yeah. I didn't see that one coming. I think maybe it had the only part of the movie that was sort of like, huh, okay. Like, not even like a laugh, just sort of like, got a small little grin. I'm like, hmm, all right. <laughs> it's when, like, he's like, what happens if you match me with the candies? And then he, like, blows up. Uh, yeah. And I got a small grin, but maybe that was just me hoping that they would brutally murder every character. Like, that would be the end of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, guys... We knew this was a bad idea. So we just gave up halfway through our movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I would I would have loved to watch all these characters um, get slaughtered ruthlessly. I, yeah. <laughs> that Except might be a, a bit much to say, but they are even, animated people. Even when they're trashed or the phone is being deleted or whatever, it doesn't matter. No. They just come back. Mm-hmm. No, nothing not, ever dies in the digital age. That's not... Yeah, that's... That's some good that, metaphors. That's, yeah, that's the deeper meaning. Yeah. They uh, they try really hard, right? To, like... Oh, make they try. Them. Yeah. Well, the animators certainly tried. I think that might be the one part of this movie that's, like... You can tell they tried on it. Now, it's not good. Did they? Now, this is the thing. These character models, these character designs are so ugly. They are so ugly. But then again, what else can you do? They're emojis. <laughs> like, there's not much you can do with that design. I really do believe these animators, like, tried to do something. Like, some of the animations on Gene, our main character, and High Five are, like, pretty decent. And But then again, other times, I feel like some of the dialogue was out of, out of order. Like, they animated stuff, and then, like, 
uh, like there were a couple times like I felt like a line of dialogue came way early and I'm like wait a second that makes no <laughs> sense for you to say that there until like three lines later and then that would have made sense to put that there I'm like wait a second they just totally gave up didn't they this movie has without a doubt one of the worst scripts yeah. I've ever encountered I'm surprised I honestly have a script for this movie well they don't they don't really <laughs> They really don't. Aaron, you seem to have uh, quite a few gripes with the logic of the film. Would you like to take it away for a minute? Well, you know, I just kind of want to know what the, 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 the stakes are. Like, I get the general stakes. Like, the phone might get deleted. Uh-huh. And they're freaking out about that. That's fine. Uh-huh. But, like, for the hour-long section in the middle of this movie, mm-hmm. where they're just trying to get to the cloud mm-hmm. and they're like oh we have to we have to get to the cloud app right but why do they ever have to cross through any other apps to get there when it's established they can walk on the wallpaper they they don't they don't have to uh, oh oh I, i'm sorry tj miller wanted a, a paycheck so they needed to go through just dance world my dude they needed to go through there but like but like they kill Everyone in Just Dance. Yeah. And Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> oh, no, we're spoiling this movie. No one should ever watch this movie. It is utter garbage. Yeah, they, 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 they uh, get everyone in their path killed. You're right. Yeah. At the hacker bar, too. Everyone dies. Yeah. The hacker bar, at least. I get why they're there. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, mm-hmm. it's kind of similar to that one scene in the Lego movie. It's like oh it's, my God. it's like we're just <laughs> yes. we're just making the Lego movie again. It so is. that's why that scene is there. I I don't All right. So let's go through a basic run through of this plot. He's an emoji. He's supposed to be meh emoji. He doesn't he he has other emotions that's other than meh. So it's like okay. Yeah. You can kind of see where this is going. It's like, oh, he's going to teach everyone that other emotions are okay. You can have different emotions. We'll get to the moral of this movie later. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he messes up his job. He goes on the run. He meets High Five. He meets a, a hacker who can change his code to make it so he's always meh all the time. They have to so, go on a dangerous journey yeah. across the smartphone. Yeah. Even though it's not dangerous because there's walkways yeah. through all the apps. But, yeah, and then they get to the cloud, mm-hmm. eventually. I but he's rejected some... by a girl because the girl wants to have some independence in the relationship. And he's like, no, we can't have that. So then he's sad because he doesn't like he doesn't think women should have rights. <laughs> <And then laughs> I don't know if that's exactly where that was going, but yeah. That's what I dug away from it. No, alright, so I, I want to quick mention a couple of subplots. Because <laughs> the, the subplot with the mom and dad is like one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. It's so unnecessary. It doesn't, it doesn't turn into anything. No. It turns into like the mom getting really horny for the dad in the Instagram app, I guess. Because <laughs> like, she finds out the dad has different emotions, too. <laughs> Which is, like, she's, like, trying... Never mind, I'm not even going to touch that subject. 
Uh, so yeah, so yeah, she, he's like, hey, there's like several moments where it's like Jailbreak wants to like, that's the, that's the girl's name, by the way, Jailbreak. <laughs> She's like, she has it. She wow. has it bad for Jean. And then there's just like this weird, I would have been like, it's like weird. Like I understand where they're going. Like, like Aaron said, independence in a relationship or whatever. And that's good. But like, you can't like, as a storyteller, build it one way and then instantly have your character change completely just to fit this. Like, they're like, we need this to happen. But we also want to trick the audience into thinking that they're going to get together or whatever. It's like a really weird way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And then she rejects him. And then he doesn't need the code to be changed to turn him into a meh. So he never, the whole point of the journey is pointless. Because all you need to do is get turned down by a girl to become a meh. Now, he's lived his whole life and has never been turned down. I find that very hard to believe. I don't think we even want to, like, explore the how dating and, and <laughs> everything works in this world, though. Like, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Where, are we already there? The movie forces us to be there. There's, I'm just saying, let's not follow it. There's a joke in this movie that I'm not comfortable with. <laughs> um, I just... Why? Oh, yeah, sorry. We were going through the plot. Um, so then he goes back to the message center, I guess? I don't... I never really understood what was happening yeah, in this movie. The, he, he's kidnapped and brought back to the message app. Mm-hmm. They're about to delete him. Yes. And then the phone is about to get deleted. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, if we send one really cool emoji, oh then maybe God. we won't get deleted. Oh. And they just, then... They just, just gotta reboot that. the phone. Reboot already underway, boys. <laughs> reboot it. Now, never. Phones don't delete like that. I just want to point out. It, like, starts on no. all sides and then slowly goes towards the middle where the messaging app is to delete. And then they don't quite make it all the way to the message and then it goes back and the phone's good again. That's not how... That's not how that works. <laughs> like... No. And the, and the app they send... Or the app. The, the emoji they send is just... I don't even... It's like the dance he comes up with. Which is like the emoji pop or whatever. Yeah. Which is a dance, which they tr- they desperately try to make a thing in this movie. They're oh, like, it's a thing. I bet it. I bet it's in the Just Dance up. Everyone's get... starting to be doing the emoji pop at all of the cool is that dance your, is that clubs your James tonight. Gordon? Yeah. <laughs> I think her name was. <laughs> I think her name was Lupita, but now that I'm saying it out loud, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> it's like. What was James Corden doing in this movie? He sounds so bored with everything. <laughs> he was getting a paycheck. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah, so then the emotion... You didn't, you didn't even mention the Twitter bird, though. Yeah, Twitter saves them in the end. She's a princess. Oh, we forgot to mention Jailbreak's <laughs> a princess. We don't need to get into all the details because but we'd be here all day. That's the only way the bird makes sense, though. Because it... it doesn't make sense. No, so this is the weird thing this movie does, is that 
he's when they find out she's a princess, they repeatedly ask her, "Can you call birds?" She's like, "No, that's a harmful stereotype. Not all princesses can. That's not like a princess thing." And then she literally calls birds at the end. What is that trying to say? Stereotypes are good. <laughs> They're always true. <laughs> what? What is your message? But then, when the message gets sent to the little girl that the guy likes. Sounded weird when I phrased it like that. When when the boy sends the girl the message, the, the girl comes up. She's like, "I really like that you're one of those guys who can like express himself, you know, as if sending an emoji is a form of expression." <laughs> is this what kids think is expression nowadays? Man, if I don't have that sick emoji game, I'm never gonna get with anyone. Girls like guys who can express themselves, and I don't even—I don't even know how to use emojis. Damn. Man. And then they all—the movie ends by them doing the emoji pop. I'm surprised there was no sequel tease. Come to think of it, there is. You didn't stay in the credits. I did, but was that a tease for the? Eh, whatever. Sequel? She's still alive. Whatever. <laughs> I just so my I kind of well, but right, like what on. I kind of want is like now it's like okay why do we need the rest of the emojis when we have this one emoji that can do all the emojis uh-huh. and like none of the emojis are ever going to be used again so now I kind of like a you know like communist revolt going on where yeah. they like have to overthrow Gene and like just like cut off his head and you know all that deal. Can you cut off an emoji's head? I think you have to cut off the limbs. <laughs> like, right, exactly. <laughs> they have to figure out, is it like we cut out the head or we just have to like cut the limbs off and that's the same thing. You know, that's, that's the main conflict of the movie. <laughs> so now, I want to just breach on this message real quick. In that, it seems like it's going the fairly predictable route. Of, you know, it's okay, you you shouldn't just be one thing. You can be tons of things, you can have tons of emotions. They're going the inside-out route, where it's like, hey, there's such thing as being happy and sad at the same time. Like, you can be all these different things. But at the end, Gene is the only one who can feel multiple things. Everyone else is still, like, a mindless zombie that is forced to be one thing for their entire life. Yeah, I totally thought the whole, like, dad being like, oh, I have this too, was going to be, like, the precursor to being like, oh, we all have this, we've just forgotten. Yeah. But no. 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 Uh, uh, stereotypical dancing Latin girls, still stereotypical dancing Latin girl. (laughs) Uh, we still got Sir Patrick Stewart, he's still a piece of poo. Still poop. There's so many poop jokes in this movie. There's one part where the devil emoji says, You're getting soft, poop. And then he says, Not too soft, I hope. And I wanted to die. <laughs> That's where I was like, Sounds awful. This is where I die, I think. Aaron, any yeah. any closing thoughts on the emoji movie? Uh any closing problems with it? It made me want to die. Yeah. And that's about it. That's all you need to know. (laughs) 
I did audiences like the emoji movie, I wonder. Uh it has no. like a two point seven on IMDB. Well there you go. <laughs> I don't know. IMDB is kinda not that I'm saying it's wrong for this movie, because I think it's certainly right, because this movie is utter trash. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's the Emoji Movie. Don't see it. Don't waste your time and your effort to give them this money. We spent money, so you guys don't have to spend money to watch this. Please don't. <laughs> So let's move on to the fault in your stars. This is, of course, the segment where we find a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. We, uh, you know, we take out all the spoiler bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is, then we throw it out there. We have the other two try and guess what the movie is. Guys, this week, I have the review. Half a star. I hated this movie, and I like movies. Crap movie. So bad, I don't even need to explain. A any guesses? <laughs> Just kidding. Just wanted to read that one because it was funny to me. Uh, one star. While it may be great to some, this movie is essentially a pack of bigotry, hidden under layers of goody-good preachment. It achieves more in its CGI effects than in its moralistic storytelling, and in the end, the proof of God is disappointing as always. It's kind of insulting to the human intelligence. Is it it's like pie. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. pie. Yeah. 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 Some, uh, yeah. 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 Too cool yeah. for school. <laughs> Thankful. Uh, I'm too cool for school and uh never mind. I don't even know where that was going. Uh, guys, this has been episode 78 of Reboot Already Underway. Of course, if you want to find us around the internet, you could find David at dbex15 on Twitter. That's dbex with two S's, 15. If you want to find Aaron around the internet, you can find him at littleflamedude on Twitter. This clever blog name is already taken at Tumblr and .com. Aaron, anything yes. coming down the pipe? Uh, I mean, there'll be a Justice League review up when I see it. Uh, I'm sure it will be <laughs> fine. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be thankful for that review when I see it. So, uh, where was I? <laughs> oh yeah. If you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on uh, Tumblr. No underscore, my dudes. And if you want to find the podcast around the internet, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway on Twitter now. Not reboot already on because they allowed the names to be longer now. Is this part of the whole 280 uh -huh. character thing? Just, they so, updated the length as well. So our full name is now on our Twitter. Thank a God. It's Looking on there. fresh. And we now have the reboot already underway. Of course, you can also go on Facebook. Keep up with all the things we've been doing. I've been kind of slipping, unfortunately. I'm going to try and get back into posting stuff on Twitter. But it's just one of those things. Twitter and Facebook, it's just like... Uh, you know, I can just take responsibility for 
and social Aaron media. took responsibility, so Aaron will now <laughs> be using the Facebook and Twitter pages when he doesn't even use his own Twitter page. <laughs> I'll have you know the last time I tweeted something original, I got like five likes. Okay, I'll give you that. And then, uh... I lost it. Oh yeah, you can also find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, reboot already underway on there. You can leave us a review, you can uh, uh, subscribe, leave us a comment. And in your reviews this week, write about how well we did without an outline. Was it good? Amazing. It was something. It uh, was... bad. Subverting his own jokes <laughs> in the first episode, even. Uh, that he's been doing it. Uh, so guys, join us next week when we talk about the Bye Bye Man emoji movie. I don't even know what to say anymore. Good. Bye. not to burn airtime. No dead air. Oh, well, I'm sure he's not going to keep this in.